0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the initial podcast of The Dollcast, where we focus on smart, honest, and fun talk for the educated and modern individual. Today's focus on the first podcast is a return to normalcy during this COVID fear. Um, I think right now a lot of people are just curious, are, are cabin, striking from cabin fever, struggling to figure out what it is that, that they want to do, how to fill their time, where to go, and Mostly, how do I find normal again in my life? I turn on my TV, and what I'm used to watching this time of year, March Madness, the start of baseball season, isn't there. Um, When I go out to the stores, they're empty. I can't go to the movie theaters. I can't go to restaurants. What am I doing? How am I getting by? Where is my norm? And so uh, today's podcast is going to focus a little bit on a return to normalcy. And so um, today, this kind of came out of the blue. I was out back, and I was just playing uh, baseball with two of my three kids. I'm just tossing the ball, soft toss to them, and they were hitting these uh, little plastic softballs. My daughter's seven, and she's getting ready for her second year of softball whenever it turns around, and my son's four. And so just throwing around, they were hitting, and I had my phone on me, and I decided to Go into my Amazon Prime and see if I could find a baseball playlist. And so I just search baseball playlist, and um, sure enough, I found a baseball playoff playlist that I um that that I thought I could look. And if you're not familiar with Amazon Prime Music, I mean it is just an awesome tool that that I use Amazon for. That more than anything, I mean, my wife she has her own business on Etsy and orders all sorts of stuff on Amazon We have packages come to our house almost every day from Amazon, but me, I never use it, but I do use Amazon music like all day, every day, I am constantly on it if i 'm at work, I have it on in the background um, when i 'm at home doing yard work or just in the house playing with the kids or whatever. I constantly have Amazon music on. that's worth the membership to me alone. You know, the membership for Amazon Prime is like $120 a year or something like that. And you also get streaming and things of that stuff, which we use, in fact, to the point where we actually got rid of Netflix uh, recently because with Disney Plus coming out and all that stuff, worried a little bit about the original content of Netflix and Amazon Prime's got some decent original content and some of the same streaming features. And since we were already paying for it, it was like, why bother? Along with that, my brother-in-law just introduced me to the Amazon Free Books, um, which hooks up to your Kindle. So I'm loving Amazon for everything except ordering things, but I do use it for the music um, a ton and for the streaming. And so anyways, I got my uh, my Amazon Music playlist going, and I found this playlist called Baseball Changeup. And um, so I'm back there in the yard pitching to the kids. You know, they're hitting the ball all over the yard And, uh, this music's playing. It just gets me in a, in a good mood. You know, it starts with Center Field by John Fogerty and, and moves to a version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game by The Boss that I had never heard. And I'm a huge Springsteen fan. He's probably my favorite artist. So it was really cool to hear that. It's just got all these great baseball songs on it. Um, got some Count Basie from the 1950s with Jackie Robinson, um, the cheap sheet seats song by Alabama. Tessie starts playing, takes me back to the days in college with the boys playing MLB, the show 2003 or four, whatever version that was. And, um, you know the greatest by Kenny Rogers, who of course just passed away. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, geez, here I am listening to these baseball songs, playing in the backyard with my kids, and and I'm thinking about all these great memories and all this nostalgia I have. Um, like I said, Tessie and playing the show um, back in college, and and songs about Bruce by Bruce Springsteen and and Kenny Rogers who just passed away. You know, and just 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 triggers all these memories. The way that somehow music. And baseball does. It just brings a comfort to our lives. I um, also stumbled across a new song I never heard of called Baseball by some group called Michigan, which was awesome. And, you know, it was missing the classic talking baseball, which is one of my favorites. And I don't pay for the unlimited music subscription on Amazon. I think it's like $3.99 a month or something like that for that. And that... That, of course, allows a lot more songs and things of that nature. But the Amazon Prime music is awesome. But I, like I said, it was Missing Talking Baseball. And it gets you thinking about some of those classic team songs, you know. Meet the Mets and um, the Orioles Magic Baseball song, which might be the best song in all the sports. And um, a dying Cubs fan, Last Request and things like that. And so it just, in the backyard with the kids as these songs are playing, I'm just, I'm starting to feel good, and I'm starting to feel normal, and it feels like spring, and it feels like like things are the way they're supposed to be, and that's a feeling that I haven't had, and I don't think anybody has really had, for several weeks now, going back probably towards St. Patrick's Day, and so it got me thinking about feeling normal, and and, and what, what spring means to us, a new beginning, and, um, you know, putting baseball in there with it. And you know we're doing the yard work. We're still listening to our music. Um, we're still listening to those baseball songs and just having fun. And 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 it just got me thinking. You know, the one thing that I think would bring normalcy back is baseball. And even though that's not happening, and even though not everybody loves baseball, it is a language that everybody can speak, and everybody's familiar with baseball, and people know what you know it means. To, to have a two out rally or to turn a double play. Even people that aren't casual, that aren't even casual sports fans know what a home run is. And there's just a normalcy about it. You know, I was thinking about how the other week I was moving my brother-in-law's stuff out of his old house and we started talking about who's on first with Abbott and Costello. You know, and and, and you think about those routines and Casey at the bat um, and things of that nature. And it just seems normal. And so and like I said, I don't know if it's a nostalgia or things of that nature, but some reason um, that throwing the ball in the backyard with the half decent day and the baseball music playing, it just brought about a normalcy. Like I said, I heard that song by the Boss I had never heard before, and lo and behold, I'm sending it to my buddy who lives in New Jersey, saying, "Hey, here's one I never even heard before." And 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 you know, he responds the same thing. Man, I didn't know that one either. And it just it brings out connections and 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 just good memories and and feeling good. And so naturally I got thinking about, um, baseball movies and I started thinking, you know, every year at the start of the baseball season or right before the start of the baseball season, um, I tend, I tend to turn on the old tube, you know, and, uh and find some baseball movies that I love to help get me in the mood, you know? And I'm an opening day fanatic, and I'm a baseball fanatic, but I always like to set the stage the first couple of weeks of the season with some movies. You know, there's classic baseball movies out there that, that you know, make would make this time of year feel normal. You know, Major League One and Major League Two, you're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. Um, you've been traded to the Giants. No, not those Giants. Uh, Pedro Serrano. Um, of course, uh, Willie Mays Hayes, who looks completely different from one movie to the next. And, and you got Roger Dorn peeing on getting his contract peed on. And Rue Baker can't throw the ball back to the pitcher man. You know, those are classics. And then, of course, there's Eight Man Out, Moneyball, Trouble with the Curve with Clint Eastwood. You know, another good one. Bull Durham, which takes you through the highs and lows of minor league baseball. Um, and then of course, Angels in the Outfield, which when I was growing up was a pretty big movie there with Christopher Lloyd, who, uh, you know, at that point, I didn't even know he was Doc Brown, but Christopher Lloyd and Danny Glover. And then, you know, some people always reference the Sandlot and how they love the Sandlot and the Sandlot makes them, takes them back to their childhood, makes them feel normal again. And, and, you know, I don't know, it was signed by some girl, some girl named Baby Ruth and, um, you know, taking you back to that movie, some more, some more of what, haven't even had anything, and and even though The Sandlot's not one of my favorites, having watched it and watched it as a kid, you know, it still takes you back to that, that normalcy and what this time of year is supposed to be, and then, of course, there's the classic A League of Their Own, what a cast, you've got Tom Hanks, you've got John Lovitz, Gina Davis, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, uh, whoever it is that plays Kit. Um, But that movie is just another great one where, you know, you've got the the clever lines of John Lovett saying, cowgirl, see the grass, don't eat it, go home, give the wife a little pickle tickle, things of that nature. And of course, Tom Hanks has some good ones like, I loved you in the Wizard of Oz after he Kisses the the team manager or the team housewife or whatever she is, and of course Bill Pullman from Spaceballs makes an appearance. And just that's just an absolute great film. That's fun, and and all those movies that I mentioned before, you know, they're fun and they're comedies, and or and they've got they've got different pieces that that make them great movies. But they're not necessarily just baseball movies in the sense of a classic baseball movie. And so I like watching those movies, but those aren't the type of movies that I watch and I get into when I want to feel the normalcy of baseball. When I want to think back to what what baseball brings us and what baseball means to us. Um, and so that particular, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. That that particular honor goes goes. I think the two movies. And you know, recently my buddies and I did a list where we each came up with um, our top five movies for each decade from the fifties onward. So, you know, yeah, like on the waterfront was in the 1950s and, you know, Dr. No in the 1960s, Rocky in the 1970s and, and moving forward, you know, we all had five movies, our top five, our top five, our top five. And, um, the 1980s actually, which is a great decade for movies, their top two movies for me were both baseball movies. And the first one um, that I think speaks baseball, and, and, and like I said, these two movies, I, don't, I think those other baseball movies speak to a lot of life, but they don't necessarily talk about the normalcy of life and, and what baseball means to life and how it just brings us back to normalcy. And the first one, of course, is, is with the fabulous Ray Kinsella, um, who, who turns his cornfield into a baseball field Because he's chasing a voice and he's going around the country with Horace Mann. I think it's Horace Mann or Terrence Mann, I guess his name in the movie. And um, that, of course, portrayed by the great James Earl Jones. And uh, The Field of Dreams, to me, is, is one of those movies that throughout a course of a year, I love that movie. But there's a time every single year where that is my favorite movie in the world. And that time is right about now. That thought of just wanting to have a catch with dad, that meaning of just going to a baseball game, that that dream that I think so many of us had at some point in our life where we would love to just go to all these different stadiums and watch and listen and just the calmness of the game where everything in the world kind of leaves you and and you're able to to just sit and relax, and you can pay attention, and not pay attention, and focus, and not focus, and yet your experience is still going to be almost exactly the same, and the field of dreams, I think, brings that out so well, Um, so well, and of course, it has the nostalgia back to the, to the black socks, and, and, and of 1919, I want to say, you know, right after World War One ended in the scandal. And of course, Shoeless Joe's team and, um, and, you know, Kinsella's dad or, or Kevin Costner's dad in the movie is the catcher and, and just a phenomenal baseball movie that, you know, I plan to watch here now that really I wasn't thinking about watching because baseball was far from my mind, um, until today, because it just wasn't happening. And, and having that, that, that pitch and catch and having my kids hit the ball in the backyard and playing the music, the baseball songs, the center field, which is one of the most annoying songs of all time. But for about a week, it's pretty cool. And that week is now. That week is supposed to be now. And so now is the time when I think is the right time for me to watch Field of Dreams, to bring back that normalcy of, hey, give me that escape that I need. And that movie just does such a such a wonderful job. It's also coupled by a great book. If you've ever read it or haven't gotten a chance to read it, the book's called Shoeless Joe, and it's by the author named W. P. Kinsella. And I guess that's where Ray Kinsella's name comes from in the movie. I'm not really sure. I can't I can't remember. But that book is an excellent excellent read. It stays pretty true to the movie. Um, but it's it's a pretty short read. Um, but it is just a great book that gets you in the spirit and the mind of spring and all that, that, that baseball and the start is supposed to bring that we're being denied right now. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm starting to think that, you know, returning to that book and watching that movie might, might help bring that normalcy back at least for a little while that escape for a little bit. And then the other movie I wanted to talk about, which actually, um, I mentioned that the field of dreams is my favorite movie of the year for probably about a week every year. Um, and, and that that's right around now. But my favorite movie of the nineteen eighties is also a baseball movie. And um although although like the Field of Dreams can be my favorite movie, this movie um I think is one that I can watch at any time and I love. And like Field of Dreams, I can watch it and it can be my favorite movie as I'm watching it. And that of course is the natural. Um you know where Kostner is so great in Field of Dreams, Redford is just as good in The Natural. He's he's just Redford's one of the greatest actors of all time. Um he's so talented. He can play he, he can play the charming character um better than anybody and he has that country boy smile about him. Um and he has that that aw shucks and and just that lovable lovable Um, attributes where it just seems like he's the type of guy that you'd love to sit down and hang out with or, you know, someone that, that, you know, his mom probably had a real hard time yelling at even when he got in trouble growing up because he just has that look about him and that presence about him. And The Natural um, showcases that so well, just like Costner's so great in baseball movies. Um, Redford's the same way in The Natural, Um, that story of Roy Hobbs and the, the, the country boy that goes away and makes one mistake and it almost costs him his entire career, costs almost costs him his life. And then, you know, he stumbles upon he stumbled upon some weird league where he's just playing and he's found as some like 35-year-old rookie. And uh, you know, he gets his chance and, and, and he doesn't miss it. And of course you have Wonder Bat and that da-da-da-da-da. Dun, dun. Just that powerful score, that music, and um, boy, that movie just just is absolutely, absolutely terrific. Um, also has a wonderful, wonderful cast. Um, and you know, Pop is just a great character in that movie. Uh, he gives you a little bit of that comic relief in a in a film that's pretty serious. But Redford portrays that you know, golden age of baseball looks so well. And, and so that actually is the movie that I think I'm going to watch tonight. Um, it is on Amazon Prime uh, right now. So I am I, I do think I'm going to check that one out. And again, I, I do prefer that to Field and Dreams, but I will watch both probably here in the not too distant future and just keep trying to find ways to find that normalcy that we're missing so badly right now. The Natural is also a book. Um, that one's by Bernard Mount. I think it's pronounced Malamud, M-A-L-A-M-U-D. Um, I think it's from about the nineteen oh, oh, I can't remember, 1950s, 1960s, something like that. That book, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much about it because it is, it, it, it's reasonably different from the movie, um, and I don't want to say anything more about the differences and things of that nature, but I will say it is a terrific read. Um, I go back and forth between which one I like more in terms of the book, Shoeless Joe and The Natural, but, um... They are both excellent, excellent books, and both excellent, excellent movies. Um, Shoeless Joe and Field of Dreams, I think, are maybe a little Field of Dreams, maybe a little closer to Shoeless Joe. Um, the natural breaks away a little bit, you know, in different parts, but overall, both absolutely tremendous must reads. And so this is this is kind of you know where I decided to go with my first version of the Dollcast. It, it it is a show meant for um, educated. And, and, and interested individuals who are just trying to better their lives and find things. And, and you know, we'll be chatting about sports and, and music at times and, and education, which, which is my, my, my trade. I am an assistant principal, actually. Um, I taught for 11 years. Now I am an assistant principal in my second year now. Um, but politics and all of those things that we're gonna get into um, lifestyle, money, um, good reads, cooking all of those types of things. And so I hope you enjoy this. Um, I'm sure my audience is very small right now. It might just be me. Um, but if it grows, um, that would be great. If not, I've been looking for a hobby and I think this is going to be a good one, but this is going to end the first version of the doll cast. Thanks for listening. And, uh, who knows what the next episode will bring. So until then people have a great day.